0: Social media can feel like a perilous activity for kids to navigate but it can actually be a powerful and positive experience when used correctly. So says my guest today. Jamie Barton is head teacher of the Jewellery Quarter Academy and has a wealth of tips and suggestions for parents trying to keep their children safe online. Welcome back to Brummy Mummies. My name is Zoe Chamberlain. I'm a journalist, author and mum. I launched From Your Mummies as a community for families to share with you stories from the most inspiring mums and dads to help you find out how they juggle family life and everything that comes with it. Jamie is a dad himself, and he says the key to social media is to be creative and kind when interacting with others. Let's get straight into talking to Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for joining us on the podcast again.
1: You're welcome. It's good to be back
0: great stuff. So today we're going to talk all about social media and I know it can be a bit of a headache for parents and I would imagine teachers as well. I know you've written something about social media kindness and I love that idea. Could you share some of your tips on how parents can encourage good positive use of social media?
1: Yeah sure, so I think the first thing that I'd say to parents, and I'm a parent myself, I've got uh, three little ones who, uh, two of them who love social media and um, I think the, the, the clear, the, the clear thing first of all is, is, is about setting boundaries, um, and establishing those guidelines for how your child can use social media. And that also probably includes about how much time they're allowed to spend on it and, and when they're allowed to use it as well. Uh, for some parents, it can be a bit a bit of a struggle of an evening uh, to, 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 to kind of get students to relinquish their phones. But I'd also say to parents, uh, monitor the online activity. Um, I do this. It's important to regularly check in on your child's social media accounts. Ensure they're not engaging in any harmful or inappropriate uh, posts or behaviour. Um, and I think we talked about kindness there, encouraging positive online behaviour. Uh, Teaching your child the importance of treating others with kindness and with respect online, Uh, discouraging them from maybe participating in cyberbullying or spreading rumours about other students or just generally being unkind. I think that's a really important message to give to our children. And then, of course, there's the online safety element of things. Uh, it's really important that that children are taught how to protect their personal information uh, online and the potential risks of oversharing and sharing too much information online. I think as a parent, it's hard sometimes, but we have to be that be that role model um, with our phones, in particular, and 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 it's almost teaching and modelling and demonstrating with to our children how to use social media responsibly by. Practicing, promoting and modelling good online behaviour yourself. Um, And I think the other thing that I'd say to parents is a healthy balance is really important. Real life socialising is just so so much more valuable than than social media. Um, It's absolutely vital that we encourage our children to spend time interacting with friends and family in person rather than just uh, uh, via a screen um and, and online solely, I think. Um and that healthy balance is really important. But underpinning all of this, I'd say open openness and, and honest conversations are, are, are absolutely vital talk talk to your child about their social media use be open to answering any questions and we're not the experts Uh, parents are never the experts you know you 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 don't get given a a parenting qualification when you when you when you first have your little ones um and i think we're all we're all learning as we go and i I think there's there's no harm in saying you know what i don't know the answer to that one but i'll find out and come back to you um and the last thing i'd probably say is, is is keep their age in mind at all times a lot of social media sites uh, have uh, age restrictions, and it's important that um, that we, we we adhere to that, and we and we encourage our, our children to adhere to that as well.
0: That's really interesting what you're saying about modelling social media behaviour ourselves. Would you actually show your children your social media feeds, that your own personal ones, to show them what you do and how you use social media?
1: I think I think it, it, it does have some benefits. Um, as 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 teachers uh, and schools we we use social media as a really powerful tool for communication and collaboration um and we connect with 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 other schools with with parents and 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 other students as well um and other educators on platforms such as twitter um some schools some teachers use social media to share resources and information with students um i've seen uh, schools across the country that have like a class website or a blog um and i think showcasing some of this is is important because i think some of our, our children probably see social media as uh, as exactly that uh, to find, to be social with with friends and and there are, there's certainly a time and a place for that um but i think you, there's there's so many ways that social media can be used for for learning and for um the advancement of knowledge uh, so a great Uh, Tweet the other day that talked about how YouTube is the best university. Um, And many of our our children love spending some time on YouTube to watch um, videos of their favourite YouTubers, but how many of them are actually nudged and encouraged to go and look at something that maybe they're studying in class at the moment, maybe that could be uh, stretching their knowledge or building their curiosity on a particular topic. And I think some teachers as well, but certainly teachers that maybe pastoral leads in school i look at heads of year and um non-teaching pastoral staff and I, and I and i think actually they they probably have concerns about the negative effects of social media on students um cyberbullying in particular and i think that that can be that can be something that, that 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 parents would absolutely have to guard against and 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 support their children to be able to um to understand more about teachers in my experience, have uh, used their social media to expand their own professional learning networks. I, I've done that uh, quite well, and it's enabled me to collaborate with others and find new ideas. Um, and I think our children uh, tend to, uh, to 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 be very social minded. And I see, you know, through through gaming, a lot of a lot of my children, uh, or certainly the, the children at this school, and and also as well, my own ones. Um, they, they tend to have almost a friend gaming networks in that way where they, they share tips and, and, and ways they can do, get better on certain games. Um, who's not to say that that can't be a, a really transferable skill for, um, reaching out to others and expanding their knowledge around, uh, different areas of the curriculum. Um, and certainly a skill as they, as they go, get older and become, uh, university students reaching out into the world and, and finding ideas and inspiration is is absolutely um, something that social media is a, is a, is a real a real you know, plus point uh, of social media.
0: Yes, I mean, you only have to look on YouTube at Mr. Salis with his GCSE English and corporate yeah. maths and if you want to learn how to play a musical instrument it, it's all there isn't it? So there mm. is a really positive, powerful side of it. What have been some of the more negative experiences you've found of social media as a teacher?
1: I think some of the things that we've we've seen are are, are around uh, students misusing social media and just and generally being unkind. I think one of the things that we say to students here is um, pause before posting, um, and if it's not if it's not kind, don't post it. Um, and I think where there have been occasions where that's that's been something that. Uh, has has caused an a, a, a disagreement between groups of friends it can it can cause mistrust it can cause uh, anxiety so we see young people can have increased anxiety when when people do post negative things and i think what we do say to people is, is is let's try and be as positive as possible. Let's try and be as kind as possible. And um, we had a, a really good drive uh, recently where we, we we talked about are you are you someone that's that's positive or are you someone that's negative towards others? And um, do you add to others or or do you do you detract and do you subtract from them? Um, and I, I quite like that 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 simplicity of thinking about it. But I think we've seen an explosion in 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 um mental health issues amongst young people and some of that is linked to the way that um, that unfortunately some young people are towards each other on social media.
0: Yes, that's a shame. So I know the guidelines for social media accounts say that children should be a minimum of 13 years old. You have touched upon this, but we all know that a lot of kids do fake their birth dates so that they can have an account. What would you say to parents who's perhaps 11 or 12 year olds asking for an account just so that they can keep up with peer pressure?
1: I think the guidelines for social media accounts are that children should be a minimum of, of 13 years old. And that's that's the case on most sites. So I think it's important for parents to consider the risks of social media use of children at that age. Um, obviously, there's exposure to inappropriate content, cyberbullying that I've already talked about as well, and um, obviously the, the threat of, of, of online predatory behaviours. It might be appropriate to set strict rules and restrictions on their account usage uh, closely monitor the activity ultimately the decision on whether to allow a child to have a social media account is is quite a personal one that should be made by the parent and guardian um and taking into account the child's maturity level and individual circumstances i think there are the 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 monitoring is really key um i'd say some tips I'd give to parents whose, whose children have done that. because um, I think it's, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Once you, once you put a blanket ban on things, it kind of, it makes children want to do it even more to a certain extent. Yes. Um, and so I think where, where parents are, are facing that struggle, um, I'd say there's that monitoring is probably the best way to go forward. Um, friending or following their child, uh, parents, they don't have to accept it, but parents can request to be friends or, or sometimes follow their, their child on social media platforms that they use. Um, and that gives us the the, 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 the privilege or the, uh, the, the opportunity to see their child's posts, comments, interactions as well. Uh, some parents have set up parental controls um and some social media platforms have those inbuilt parent parental controls i think tiktok has recently uh, adopted that as well and that lets parents restrict access to certain features uh, limit screen time um and receive notifications when their child attempts to sometimes access blocked content i know that youtube uh has um a feature that is that's is where that is 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 quite useful um I think I, I spoke before about open and honest conversations. It's it's important for parents to have those those conversations about online safety, and if, if children are going to use it, how they can be responsible digital citizens. Um, for the, the more extreme measures, might be to use monitoring software. Um, there are those those options that that parents can use to track their child's activity across different platforms. Um, and I've seen that done on phones before where parents have have, have had access to text messages, call logs, uh, location data. And I, but I think that's that's not that's not uh, that common. And I think the main thing that I'd say to parents around this is, is you've got to educate yourselves on it. Um it's it's important that parents have a good because we're from a different generation to our, our, our young people it's important that parents have a good grasp of the different social media platforms and the risks associated with them and some schools that I've seen have done really good kind of summaries of the different social media platforms uh, their age restrictions the potential risks around them and that really helps parents to make an informed choice about what's appropriate for their child to use or not um, and I think if you, if, you are, if you do want more information about that, I'd, I'd get in touch with my child's school and speak to the safeguarding lead and say, I just want a bit more advice about this particular platform. And, as the, you know, that's what the professionals are, are, are there to do. They're there to, to, to help parents become a, a bit more educated around, uh, which for, for, for me is a, is a brave new
0: world. That's a good thing to know. That's not something I would have thought to do. So you mentioned about cyberbullying. I think that's really hard with, I think bullying is hard for any child, but cyberbullying, you can't escape it even when you're in your own home. So what would be your advice if a child is suffering that or perhaps their friend is going through that?
1: So I'd say that being bullied online is a really difficult and traumatic experience for children. Like you said, it can be quite invasive because it's almost inescapable once it's in um it, on your device and in in your home in that way and it can feel like that but if a child's been bullied online i think there are some steps that they can take to try and um protect themselves and prevent um first of all i'd say save the evidence uh, there's a lot of um uh, times in in schools in particular where where pastoral staff are, are investigating um and, and trying to get to the bottom of bullying. And, and, and I'd say children should save any messages, comments, posts that that really evidence bullying. Um, and I know that's quite hard to do because it, it can be sometimes difficult to revisit. But it can be used as evidence to report the bullying, um, both to the, the, the school and, and also to the social media platform itself. And I think the first thing to say, uh, as, well, as well as kind of saving the evidence, is is start by telling someone that, um, there's always a trusted adult in school that that, that children should be able to go to. Um, tell parents or whoever's at home uh, about the bullying. Um, I also think there's merit in, in speaking to the social media platform as well if they feel comfortable in doing so. And it might be that they require um, the assistance of an adult to do that. But more and more so now, because of the uh, the, the prevalence of, um, of, of online abuse and also as well um, how high profile that can be, and I think that's it's it, in some cases that's raised awareness of 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 the fact that social media platforms have to do more to protect people um social media platforms are more open to to receiving these reports and do take action um of course you you, you can block the, the the person that's doing the, the the posts and the abuse and I think that 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 is a, a good step to take because it prevents people from from having that that access to you and um, continuing to contact you as well. Children nowadays, more more so than than ever, seem to be uh, addicted to the mobile phones. Um, so I'd say taking a break from social media is is is, is a good thing that some high profile profile celebrities have modelled recently as well. Where there's been um, a, 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 some 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 quite high high profile online online abuse. Um, you have seen some celebrities that have said, "Actually, I'm taking a break from social media for a, for a while because I need to protect my my, my mental health." I think Tom Holland uh, did that recently, the, uh, the the star of the Spider-Man films, and I think that was good that um we saw uh, someone that that young people uh, know and and obviously are, are fans of modelling that behaviour as well. And I think children should seek support; they they they've got to reach out to people whether they've got. um people at, at school who can support them with the emotional impact of, of being bullied, um, whether that's professional counselling and, 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 and support in some instances that's required. I think society is far more open now to an accepting of, of, of that idea of seeking support and having um, a, a, that access to, to people that can, can, can help you to heal in that respect. I think it's also important for parents to be aware of <clears throat> the signs of bullying, and I think schools and parents need to take reports of bullying super seriously. Uh, they've got to be supportive of, of, of children and work with them, um, to make sure that they, they feel safe and supported as well. Um, I think a lot, in a lot of ways, um, online abuse can be, can be quite traumatic and difficult to deal with. Um, and, and reassuring as well, because I think sometimes victims of bullying can, can believe that it's their fault. Um, and I think it's important that they understand that they shouldn't feel ashamed or blame themselves for the behaviour of the bully. Um and I've seen it in really good practice uh when when bullying's been addressed in schools as well, where the, the perpetrator of the bullying has, has actually had that level of support to unpick what it is that's that's caused them to to um to to act in that in that way, which has been which has been really, really strong practice.
0: So what would be some of the signs that parents should look out for of their child being bullied
1: i think um i think there there's visible signs um that might be quite obvious um a change in behavior being visibly upset um a, a, a kind of a, a reluctance to maybe go to school if that's if that's something that that is uh, coming from uh, a, a classmate or a peer potentially but also, um, I'd say not, not more, more so rather than the kind of obvious visible ones. The, the withdrawal is, is something that I think is also really, really interesting for parents to see. Um, maybe there's a, there's a, there's a noticeable change in, 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 in behavior. Maybe there's a noticeable change in, in, a, in, a, in appearance, um, that is, is a result of pressure. Um, and I think parents, spend the most most of the you know the kids spend most of their time at home with with their with their parents and I think it's it's absolutely vital that we look for these signs um, and we just make sure that we've got uh, a a real uh, keen eye for noticing any changes or any differences in in our children.
0: That was really interesting what you were saying about actually working with the child who's done the bullying as well. Do you think sometimes that things can escalate on social media and kids don't realise that they have actually started a bit of a chain of events of bullying. Because sometimes it can just be a, a thoughtless comment that goes up on something and then it has lots of traction and, and suddenly it's a, a, it feels like a, a a kind of a mountain of abuse.
1: Yeah, it it's snowballs, doesn't it? It can do. Yeah. Um, so I think it is, it is important to work with people and, and, and get them to see the impacts of, of some of the things that have, that have been written on the internet. Um, and that, that can be really, really powerful because I think you're changing people's, people's behaviors towards each other. Um, and that really does support young people to have a lot more, um, respect and tolerance for each other. Uh, I think working with people that have, Maybe posted something in, 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 uh, at pace and at haste without thinking. And that's why we always say pose, uh, pause before you post, um, and think about the impact it's going to have. Um, and you're right. It can create an absolute mountain that has to be overcome by the, by the, uh, by the victim. Um, and also it can bring so many others into, into the, the equation as well. Um, both on both sides, um, both for, standing up sometimes for the victim, but also um, drawing people into to 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 um, to, to negative behaviours as well. So I think there is a really important part of of a of of a, of, of the process when we are addressing uh, cyberbullying, and that is to um, to 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 not just support the, the the victim, but also to to address the behaviour with the perpetrator and prevent it from happening again.
0: Yes, because I can imagine that could be quite an overwhelming experience if you've just posted a comment, but you've realised that it's been misinterpreted, and then suddenly you've caused all this anguish.
1: Mm, absolutely, and, and I think yeah, y- y- young people—they are young, and so they—they they make mistakes, and that's how we learn in life. And I think um, the adults have a responsibility to, to when those mistakes are made to to make sure that we are uh, help to, we help them navigate through those mistakes and, and and prevent them from happening again. And that's I think that's how we have more responsible uh, dig, uh, digital citizens um, of the future, really.
0: Yes. Uh, you said, rightly so, a lot of our kids seem quite addicted to their phones. Do you find that excessive use of social media has a detrimental effect in the classroom? And can you tell if kids have been up late scrolling through their phones?
1: For me, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious when when students are tired, and I think it's sometimes the, 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 the might be, there might be reasons for that. I think parents, uh, we try and do this at home, it, it should have rules about mobile phones and computers at bedtime. The blue light that's emitted from screens, and sometimes when I'm on screen, I, I wear these kind of blue light preventing glasses. And they, they, And the reason for that is because they really, blue light really disrupts the body's production of melatonin and and that 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 hormone regulates sleep um excessive kind of exposure to that can make it more difficult for children to fall asleep and stay stay asleep and that that leads obviously to to sleep deprivation and in in a time when young people's bodies are changing and they they need all the sleep they can get there's there's a lot of research there around how much uh sleep teenagers do need i think having access to a phone or a computer uh, at bedtime in the bedroom in bed can make it really harder for children to detach from that constant sim- stimulation of social media and the internet um, and that that can sometimes contribute to, to, to feelings of anxiety or stress I think some of the rules that I'd probably say that would be important for parents um, having a specific time when phones and computers must be turned off and put away um, and wind down time I think is important having that time about an hour before bedtime um my my son tends to charge his phone or want to charge his phone in his bedroom and, and we we would probably insist on a, on a common area away from the bedroom so they're not he's not tempted to kind of pick it up and and carry on using it while he's while he's trying to get to sleep uh, and encouraging probably other activities before bedtime such as reading um you know writing a diary, which I think is a a, a pastime that children have, have forgotten unfortunately, or kind of uh, those the, those relaxation exercises i 've seen some some um, some great sessions uh, that i've ha- that i 've seen delivered in school where um, people have been taught how to do to regulate their breathing so they can relax, which I think is really good um, but again uh, I spoke at the, the the top of the show about um, about modeling healthy phone and computer use, and I think Important for the adults to to show that we do that as well. Um, I I think we we've got one rule around around mobile phones at the dinner table, which I think is really important. Um, but I think for for us as teachers, we we can we, we can t- tell sometimes when 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 students have got signs of fatigue or distraction or difficulty focusing in class. There might not always be factors ar- around them staying up late on their mobile phones, there might be other factors as well. But that's where I think it's important that, that teachers communicate with parents around um, that adverse impact that tiredness and fatigue can have on performance in the classroom and academic performance overall. Um, and linked to that is, is is obviously children's wellbeing. I think um, educating students about the he- the healthy use of technology is a really important part of the curriculum and I know that we, as part of our personal development program here, have, um, have a really important element to that um, side of the curriculum that, that, that talks about balance within um, the, 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 the digital and the, the real world.
0: Do you find that WhatsApp is a big distraction? I know that when, I, when my son started school, he ended up being put into a whole class group. On WhatsApp, so it, the phone was dinging constantly with messages, and, and that does seem to happen quite a lot with kids. That they're sending kind of one-word messages to each other on WhatsApp, and it's just a constant flow of conversation between different kids.
1: Um, I'd say, from personal experience, we we've got the mobile phone rule at, at, at JQA of not seen, not heard, and, and and there's a lovely white line up by the gate on on Pope Street where. Students, uh, turn their phones off before they come into school. So we, we don't really hear the, the kind of pinging or the, um, the, the notifications that, that go off because that rule of not seen, not heard is pretty much ingrained within the, the school's culture. Um, I, I'd, I'd say like the rest of us adults, a lot of children are in a lot of WhatsApp groups. Um, if, it, if it's anything like, like, um, the WhatsApp groups that I've got, then yeah, then potentially there are notifications that are going off all the time. Um, and there is a, uh, maybe a pressure on, ch- on children to reply and to be part of the group. And I think that's, that's just the same as it is for, for adults as well. And I think it's just another, um, symptom of, 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 of children, almost be- becoming uh, more grown up than, 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 than they need to be at this particular time. And I think WhatsApp is a really interesting one because again, it's about connectivity and collaboration. Um, and I, I i've seen young people use it in I've, I've seen a study whatsapp group um which has been which has been really great where people have uh, have, have posted different um ideas around uh topics that they're, they're they're looking at in 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 subjects in in the school which is which is really great and and i think again like everything it, it, it it's about educating people to use it in the right way um and I, and and that's that's for me is 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 really important
0: so do you think it can actually be damaging for young people to be restricted from using social media? Say if a parent's really anti the idea of it and they're not letting their 15, 16 year old use Instagram, TikTok or Facebook. Do you think that can impact on them as they go through life?
1: Um, so I would say restricting a young person's access to social media can perhaps. Can have quite short-term positive effects, but also as well negative effects. I think a lot depends on the individual circumstance. Um, A blanket ban could provide kind of a safeguard immediately against the risks of social media use. So it 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 certainly kind of prevents that risk of cyberbullying, exposure to inappropriate content, um, overuse as well. Um, I think. My daughter is on a digital detox at the moment, a self-imposed digital detox, I would say. Um, and she's, she's come off her phone for the, for the whole week. And I think she's, she said she's happier. She's, um, she's more productive. Her room's tidier, she said. Um, cause it gives, it gives young people time to focus on other activities and interests. Um, and I think spending time with friends and family, pursuing hobbies, developing other skills it is an obvious so uh, benefit of, of 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 not being on you know the phone glued in, glued into the hand, uh, glued in the hand i'd also say it could be quite damaging for young people to be completely restricted from social media um it can limit their ability to connect with friends and peers can access information um a lot easier when you're on your mobile phone and connected um and i think one thing that we haven't really talked about is staying up to date with 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 current events as well, and being in the know and in and 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 knowing what uh, what's going on in the world, and I think sometimes uh, without that information, it can lead to um, stunted real life conversations, one might say. Um, and I think social media can also be quite a positive tool for self expression. Um, I think a lot of young people use Instagram. Um, a lot of young people are getting a lot of getting very creative with TikTok. And they're building quite a positive online identity that that almost showcases their own uh personal uh identity and or brand one might say as well I think it's a uh young people are very more uh much more tuned in now who are quite adept at social media at, 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 at that concept um i think young young people uh, uh f- parents have to consider their individual needs and the maturity level um when they're making a the decision about whether to 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 enforce a social media ban. Um, maybe instead of a complete restriction, parents might consider setting clearer boundaries, guidelines as well for their child's social media use. Time limits I found can be quite useful. Um, and obviously I talked earlier about monitoring as well. Um, and also educating them about that responsible, positive, safe use of social media. Um, I think parents have got to be really open and and honest with their children about some of the reasons and decisions that they might make about uh, blanket bans um, and maybe reassess them um, having seen a more positive balance uh, and an adjustment of the rules um, over time and a a kind of easing in and and a walking with um it is certainly something that is going to uh support young people to be uh productive use, users of social media in the future i think because it's not something that that is going to go go away it's not like tom- tomorrow when um all young people become adults that there's going to be no more social media i know and um, there are, there are a lot of uh, uh controversies around some of the some of the platforms at the moment in particular twitter and whether it's going to be around in the future or not but I think we, it's here to stay and, and, and we, we do need to educate our young people on how to not just live with it, but also use it you know, in a way that's going to benefit them personally and the people around them.
0: So what would be perhaps your three pieces of advice for a parent whose child is on social media and the parent's feeling quite concerned about it so they're already kind of in that, in that field and the parent doesn't really know what to do? Is there somewhere they can go or something, somebody they can talk to?
1: I think three tips that I'd give would be to set clear boundaries and guidelines. Uh, parents, uh, I would say... Time limits are a real game changer, uh, but sticking to them is really important. Um, making sure that they're restricted to only seeing age-appropriate content and, and, and demonstrating appropriate behaviour, I think that's important. Nothing wrong with with with, with picking up, you know, your son or your daughter's phone and having a, a scroll through and having a look just to check the child's activity and adjust the guidelines as necessary. I think the second thing I'd say is open and honest conversations. Parents have got to be. Really open with their child about the risks and the benefits of social media use, um, and I think schools will support that. Uh, and again, if you're unsure about um, what, how to approach some of those topics, um, how what what some of the risks might be on different platforms, again, get I'd say get in touch with the school and and speak to the safeguarding lead and and, and talk to them about um, educating yourself around uh, social media. And lastly, third tip I'd say is lead by example. Um, model those healthy social media habits. Um, limit your own usage. Be mindful of your own online presence. Um not that i don't i don't think young people use facebook anymore and i think a lot of a lot of people my age uh, facebook is their social media platform of choice i think young people um would describe that as a as as as, as something that they wouldn't probably use um so it's very unlikely that uh, our children would f- would would friend us or follow us on facebook but i think being showing them some of the things that you you might post and and how you're respectful and kind uh, and modeling that it, it, parents uh, kids learn from their parents and i think modeling that is really important so i think three tips would be clear boundaries and guidelines open and honest conversations and leading leading and modeling by
0: example yeah yeah, I think the um, NSPCC has a lot of really useful information about social mm. media as well, which is good. Um, just to end on a positive, I love what you were saying about how it can be used to create almost a young person's brand or identity. In some ways, it can be like a, a CV for them, can't it? Absolutely. So, especially if they've got an interest perhaps outside of school.
1: Yeah. And I think for, for young people who are really creative, it can be so beneficial when used in that responsible and balanced way. Um, the way that they use it positively, I, I've seen so many great examples connecting with others. Um, is, is probably the first one I'd say where, um, they're, 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 they've got really good collaborative opportunities to, 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 to work with friends, classmates, communities that have got shared interests. Um, even if they're, physically apart you know the that i've seen young people in in um social media groups or or, or, or threads that are, where where they're connected with people from across different communities and regions you know across the world and um they're all around a, a shared sphere of interest and i think some young people are are, are dedicated to 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 wanting to become really really good in in, a, in particular fields and 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 they want to seek out experts and they want to seek out like-minded people who who have that uh, kind of desire as well so i think that's that's one way that i think young people have, uh, have used it really well: is connect with others um finding uh, i spoke before about finding information and getting access to information that that idea of using social media to be able to find out more um on different topics can be can be really useful um, I'd, I'd say there is a there's a, there's a piece of work to be done, and I think more work needs to be done with the idea of, of fake news. Um, because I think some, pe- some young people can be susceptible to, uh, to, to fake news. And, and I think that's, that's something that, um, that, that schools and, uh, and parents probably, uh, will, will, will become a, a lot more of a, of a focus over the course of the next few years. Um, but staying up to, up to date with current events, I spoke earlier about that idea of, of, of of being in the know and 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 having something to say and and and, and self expression is a really important part of social media. Um, it can allow exposure of really creative um, skills. I've seen you know amazing dancers, young uh, for young people, at cooks, um, uh, and I think people pursue their passions and showcase their talents through social media to quite a wide audience and it does give them that exposure as well and um, sports people uh, i've seen do the same as well which is which is really really great um and i think that idea of uh of, of of entertainment nothing wrong with that um i think that young people have a lot of pressure on them to achieve academically to do really well in school and we all need our downtime, and I think social media can be that really good source of entertainment for 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 young people. Various platforms host a wide range of, you know, videos, music, games. Um I don't know where I'd be without my Spotify account, to be fair. Um, and I think I think young people uh, are using uh, social media a lot more now to have that 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 kind of healthy balance to. Yes, the, the the pressures of school and studies and academic achievement, but also as well balancing their own mental health, their own well-being. Um, and they're, they're doing that really, really well, I think. Um, I'd say I've spoken previously about uh, clear boundaries and guidelines and, and families can, can can support their young people to to uh, use social media in a really positive and empowering way by having those things. Open communication is really important and talking and encouraging, um, your child to use social media in a, in a way that's, that's maybe doing something that's, that's showcasing their talents or, or promoting them in a, in a healthy way. Um, and that's really important. Uh, the balance is, is absolutely paramount. Um, that, that balance between the, the, the on screen life and the off screen life, the, the digital and the real world. Um, and encouraging people to spend as much time uh, as possible uh, off screen with friends and family um, and the art of holding a conversation um, is is absolutely still something that I think um young people uh, who were pretty much um spending a lot of time at home during the during the lockdowns um and do a lot of communication online I think that that's something that we can we can encourage and I think that that modeling that positive behavior families modeling how to be respectful online how to be kind online and um, limiting their own usage being mindful of their online presence and footprint i think that's that's really important um but i think we've all got a role to play schools families in harnessing this particular uh aspect of young people's lives uh, for for good and and encouraging them to 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 use it in a way that um enables them to get something good out of it rather than um, being fearful of the, 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 the negativity around it.
0: That's been really helpful. Thank you so much, Jamie. I love that message of being creative and kind on social media. I think that's really important. Thank you for that.
1: You're welcome.
0: Discover more about keeping your kids safe online on our Brummy Mummies Facebook and Instagram pages and on the Birmingham Live website. This is a laudable production produced by Matt Millard. New episodes come out every fortnight and you can sign up to our free newsletter to hear about the latest editions. Please subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast and have a listen to our other episodes on education and mental health on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you next time.